Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reality TV's Top 10. This is where a group of four of us come together to just make top 10 lists of various reality shows of various topics. So in the past, we did uh, underrated Big Brother players as well as Amazing Race villains. But this time, we are talking about the top 10 crazy people of The Apprentice. So uh, should be interesting. Lots of crazy people on The Apprentice, especially when they switched over to celebrities, because Donald Trump no longer needed to hire sane people. It was just for good television. So the crazier, the better. So this should be fun. Uh, with me right now, I have Clayton, Spivey, and Jeff Garst. Cody Ross, I uh, talked with earlier, and you uh, will hear that podcast right now. All right, so I am here with Cody Ross, and he is going to give us uh, his top ten list of crazy people of The Apprentice. So, are you ready, Cody? I am ready. All right, let's start with number ten. All right, number ten. Uh, I will. I will say in advance that the seasons I have seen are uh, seasons one, ten, and all of the celebrity versions except the first one. So, towards the lower end of my list, uh, these might be a little more specious, but uh, my number 10 is Clint Black from the second Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, All right. Clint Black, give us your reasons why. I, like I said, it's pretty specious, but my main reason is uh, from the, the task where they were working for Tide, and uh, as project manager, he organized a commercial... Uh, where it was insinuated that he was using tied laundry detergent as a lubricant for masturbation. And I thought that was, at the time, one of the most insane things I've ever seen on television. And I was very surprised that any celebrity would uh, put that on TV with their name on it. Yeah, definitely uh, a very unforgettable moment. <laughs> that, was, that was my reason. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dalton Ross, when he does his recaps, mentions it like every couple of weeks. I feel like. All right, let's go with number nine. Number nine, I picked uh, Lisa Lampanelli, who was on the most recent version. Uh, and I picked Lisa because uh, outside of The Apprentice, I only know her from the Comedy Central Rose. And she's very, like, she has a very thick skin. She makes very uh, sort of hardcore jokes. She's really, you know, mean, nasty, drags people down, but in a funny way. And so we saw it completely differently from The Apprentice, obviously, because she was having an emotional breakdown in half the episodes. If you're, like, <laughs> crying all the time, you know, screaming, yelling at people. And, you know, she's a 50-year-old woman, I think, and she, uh, something I like, which is that she really got her head way into the game and was, like, very determined to win and, uh, as a result, was quite unstable, I would say. I would agree. All right, let's move on then to number eight. Number eight, I chose uh, Tammy, I think his name was, from uh, the first season, uh, the non-celebrity season. Yes. And I just picked, I just picked Tammy because he had no uh, self-awareness of where he actually was on his team, on the fact that he was the weakest person in the past, and also because... Uh, one moment that sticks out to me is when he got on his hands and knees and was, like, begging Donald Trump for something, trying to crawl into the 
four drums for some reason. I'm not really sure why. It's probably insane. Yeah, yeah. Good pick. I mean, at one point during the task, he was lying in the fetal position. Oh, that too. Uh, at another task, when he was project manager, instead of letting his team work, um, they, he was giving them like a half-hour sports metaphor for what they were doing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, very good choice. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven, I picked Aubrey O'Day from the most recent celebrity version uh, just for her extreme narcissism. As much as I am a, a fan of Aubrey because I think she's like the apprentice version of Coach from Survivor, she's just so narcissistic, had no self-awareness. Uh, it's very hilarious to watch in general, especially in her arguments with Arsenia. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right, number six. Uh, number six, I picked Lou Ferrigno because on every single task, he wanted to somehow uh, work in the fact that he was a superhero uh, when it was completely irrelevant on most of those tasks. And also because he repeated 110% or 150%, whichever about 150 times. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> oh, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> All right, I think we're on to number five. Number five, I chose Dennis Rodman, who was on the second celebrity version, uh, because he spent a couple different tasks uh, drinking instead of working, <laughs> and then seemed completely confused as to why uh, he was being seen as a weak member of the team. And one of those tasks, he was actually a project manager, and he just went to uh, the bar and hung out with strangers that so. I, I definitely thought he deserved inclusion. Yeah. Just completely leaves the task. It's like, yeah, I'll party it up. I can't believe they invited him back for All Stars. <laughs> oh, I know. That'll be a train wreck. Uh, <laughs> All right, number four. My number four, uh, it's, uh, it might surprise people that I have this person so low, but it's Gary Busey. Ah, uh, yes, Gary Busey. <laughs> So I think, I think before The Apprentice, most people were aware that Gary Busey was insane um, from his, his time in the, the public eye. I first knew him on Celebrity Sick Club, where he was also insane and out of his little acronym. Yes. Uh, my favorite one, of course, is uh, that the word team stands for Together Everyone Achieves More. I tell you say things like this all the time. Uh, <laughs> but also because... Uh, and during the actual task, he would uh, act like a crazy person and try to throw the whole team off. But then once he got to the boardroom, they, he was much calmer. He seemed like he knew what was going on. And so that's why I have to be lower. I don't have to have number one and number two base. Because I kind of think he knew what was going on. But then I also do think he's legitimately crazy because I've seen, like, I think it was an interview with Ken Gillette where he said that Gary Busey was like, He'd be talking to you and he would just like cough or sneeze in your face and not cover his mouth or anything, or he'd just start picking his nose out of nowhere. So things like that uh, make me think that he's legitimately deranged. Yeah, I mean, he had an accident earlier on, and uh, I, I don't think he was ever the same after that. Right, that's, yeah, that's completely off topic, but I, I do feel kind of, uh, I feel bad when people are like mocking Gary Busey because the guy was in his uh, like a motorcycle accident I think it was and like knocked his head against the 
highway for a while. So like, there are probably legitimate reasons for why he acted the way he does, but people have made him a laughing. Yeah, and he can have very good moments, and then other times it's just like, I don't know where he is. <laughs> One he won once as uh, project manager too. Yeah. All right, number three. Number three is Omarosa. Uh, who I almost feel should be higher because she's just completely insane. Even I haven't even seen the first uh Apprentice, so I don't know how much work she was there. But just from the first season, there's a moment in the like the first episode where one of the other women on her team uh <laughs> Uses the figure of speech, uh, the, the pot calling the kettle black. And <laughs> Omarosa accuses her of racism. What were you saying about black people? <laughs> and then there's, there's the episode where supposedly a, a piece of plaster fell on her head and gave her a concussion for like two days. <laughs> she went to the hospital in the middle of the task just to check on it. <laughs> And then, obviously, the final task where uh, she, as far as I can tell, she deliberately made Formula by taking Jessica Simpson all over the place, not responding to cell phone calls, Yeah, for me, it was basically like, screw screw The Apprentice, I'm out, I don't care. I want to hang out with Jessica Simpson. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what it was. Uh, it would have been it would have been a great TV moment if Kwame had known that he was allowed to hire her. All right, number two. We're getting close. We're getting close. Number two, I think, is going to be the either the number one or number two. I'm just that everyone put enough meatloaf. Uh, and meatloaf, I think, uh, is best remembered for the 15 or 20 minute long scene in the Arts and Crafts episode of the season where he just went to the at Gary Busey because he thought that he had stolen his, his paint and his art supplies. And so he went from like zero to a hundred in terms of grade <laughs> and just throwing things around. And they're trying to drag Gary Busey out of the room to keep Nilo from killing him. And of, of course, as it turns out, Gary had not actually taken his brushes and paints and he was just getting time. <laughs> that made the whole scene worthwhile that it was, he didn't actually do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's my Nilo conclusion because he clearly has you know, an issue. <laughs> All right, here it is. What is your number one crazy person of The Apprentice? My number one, I'm I'm sort of concerned that nobody else will have her on their list because I think she is the craziest to ever be on The Apprentice. And that is Joan Rivers, the winner of second celebrity season. Oh, wow. I, I usually take any opportunity I can to talk about how terrible the decision was to hire Annie Duke or to fire Annie Duke over Joan uh, because Donald Trump was friends with Joan or she was old or whatever his reasoning was. Because Joan Rivers, uh, she didn't appear in at least two different tasks because she was off on other business, so she was kind of useful for her team. She also quit, I believe, three different times. And, I mean, she made... She made significantly less money than Annie Duke did throughout the competition. But the reason I rank her as the craziest person is just because of her completely demented and irrational hatred for Annie. And some of the things she said, uh, I think she called her a four-pit viper, are three words I don't think I've ever seen used together. And she also compared 
general, Annie would be very cool, calm, collected. Joan would be screaming and raving and saying all sorts of insane things. And unfortunately, Donald Trump sided with Joan. Although, I, as you know, just as an addendum to my list, I was going, I was going to ask if we could put Donald Trump on this list as like the number one. <laughs> he's the craziest person I've ever been. Yeah, on when we did the Amazing Race uh, top ten podcast, and I announced we do the crazy people. I think it was it was either Clayton or Jeff who asked the exact same thing: Can Donald Trump be on the list? And I said, uh, No. May, I said he'd probably fit more in the delusional category. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're going for contestants. But yes, <laughs> props to Donald Trump. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for giving us your top ten. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Hey, thanks guys for listening. This has been Cody Ross. Uh, you guys are great. All right, so that was Cody's thoughts. Uh, so now you are going to get the rest of them. We're each going to reveal our uh, our top ten lists, go back and forth, get our reactions to other people's lists. We'll whittle them down until we get the final top ten in our list. So, Jeff and Clayton, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, good. All right, so I think at one time Jeff started, one time Clayton started, so I think it is my turn to start, actually. So my number 10 is from season four of The Celebrity Apprentice, and that is Dionne Warwick. Oh, yeah, she's good. Dionne Warwick is one of the older contestants we've had on the show. And sometimes these older contestants can make it very far, such as Joan Rivers. But other times, these cont- <laughs> these contestants um, get out very early. And Dionne Warwick, to me, was your stereotypical old lady who doesn't give a crap about anyone. And whatever she says is what's going to go. <laughs> and uh, I just really enjoyed seeing her interact with all the other young whippersnappers and try to put them in their place. And it was so fun to me for me to see her go off on people. Yeah, I like Dion. I, I, I didn't have her on my list, but I really enjoyed her as a character, and it was fun to watch while she was on the show. Agreed. And she was cray-cray. <laughs> as most are on that show. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeff, it is your turn. Who's your number 10? Yeah, well, I use some really inconsistent criteria picking my top ten, as is uh, apparent with these top ten lists. Well, that's pretty usual. Right. My top, my tenth person wasn't crazy because um, they were, like, ridiculous on the show, but this person was crazy in real life. And that person was Rod Blagojevich. Ah, Rob Blagojevich. He's actually on my list as well. What number was he on your list? Number seven. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. I didn't justify putting him higher than ten just because he wasn't actually crazy on the show, but I thought he was potentially crazy enough in real life. And, I mean, he was kind of crazy on the show, but he wasn't, you know, over the top or anything. So, yes, I'd put him on simply for the fact that he is crazy in real life. And out of touch with reality. All right. Here's where I say 
Um, Rob Blagojevich was incompetent the entire time he's on The Celebrity Apprentice. All right, he doesn't yes. know how to operate a computer. Okay, so that's but the the moment for me where he entered the crazy list was when he was. They had the Harry Potter world task, and and just him with all the Harry Potter stuff. I was just like, oh my goodness, this guy. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, and and that for me made him my number seven on the list. The if go back and he's from season Celebrity Apprentice three. Go back and w- just watch the Harry Potter task. <laughs> And this is why I think he's just crazy. Like his, he's trying to use the t- Harry Potter terminology, but doing it all wrong. And he feels like he has the vision and where it needs to go. When I'm sure he he may have not even have seen a single movie or read a single book. <laughs> so right, which is, I mean, let's be honest. That's the of the show is to watch celebrities yeah. try to do stuff like that. So yes. good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Clayton, who is your number 10? Um, I have my number 10 for very similar criteria. Not as much from but from Celebrity Apprentice, but bringing for an absolute whack job out of it. I have Stephen Baldwin. Ah, uh, Stephen Baldwin. Uh, good pick. I yeah. love Stephen Baldwin. Let me just say that, but continue. <laughs> so does my... Uh, well, actually... Uh, he is just one of those people I mean he's in the media a lot for being just crazy Um, the Baldwins in general and I think any list where a Baldwin is eligible when it has the term (laughs) crazy on it you have to at least honor them with Spock See, Stephen Baldwin is one of my favorite people to watch on reality television. I, you can put him on any celebrity reality show and I will watch him. Uh, he's just that entertaining. And he's not hes not quite crazy as... I mean, he's, he's no Gary Busey. But... <laughs> but he still, he still has alert. this sort of... Oh, like, people didn't know he would be somewhere on our list. But, uh, you know, he's just sort of... Add a little bit of delusion, add a little bit of uh, he's unable to control his emotions, and add a little bit he thinks he's so smart and cunning. It just makes for uh, one of the most entertaining reality stars. I agree. I like him. And I will now tell you guys what Cody's number 10 was. His number 10 was Clint Black, solely for his uh, decision to do that commercial (laughs) for Tide. If you guys remember that one. <laughs> I think I saw that one, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Alright. So, moving on to number nine. The one and only, from Celebrity Apprentice 5, Lou Ferrigno. He's on my list. Oh, he's on mine too. Robbery. How is he so low? Alright, what do you guys have him? I, I have, have him as... What? I have him as Four? Four? What do you have him as, Clayton? I have him as number two. Two? Wow. <laughs> yeah, compared to you guys, I am low. And uh, Cody also has him on the list at six. So I think this may even be the first time on this show, on this series, that we've had one person on all four lists. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it's a recency bias, maybe, with Lou Ferrigno, but... 
but uh, obviously he's a little crazy. He he really at least we were shown him contributing almost nothing to the task except for hey let me po- pose let me be Lou Ferrigno <laughs> like that was God. that's what he brought to the task. And he then himself. in the boardroom, he always had a chip on his shoulder and needed to tell everyone that he was giving 110%. <laughs> uh, that famous 110% with him. Um, Cody said... That's he, a lot, to be fair. If he was actually giving 110%, I'm impressed because I always thought that was physically impossible. <laughs> it's not for the whole. Not, not for the whole. That's true. But, yeah, uh, I like Cody said, he said 110% like 110 times. So, <laughs> very, very uh, crazy. Do you guys have anything else to add about Lou Ferrigno? I, I felt like he was not only crazy on the show, he was incredibly out of touch with reality. <laughs> like, I felt like, and I, from what I've heard from about him, that's kind of, like, he is that way in his life as well. And so... I like he was higher up on my list simply because not only was he crazy in terms of the game, but he's just kind of crazy in an out of touch with reality sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Jeff, what is your number nine? My number nine is Piers. Piers Morgan, really? And, and I assume that he is he, he on either of your guys' lists? <laughs> no. no. Really? I'm surprised. I expected that he would be lower on my list than he was on most. So I was coming in attempting to defend why he was so low, not why he was so high. Um, but I guess <laughs> I have a like, feeling this one's not going to make the final list, Jeff. I, I like. I felt like Pierce's fighting with Amorosa was a bit excessive, and I thought like he was kind of. I mean, he was obviously incredibly nasty to her. And kind of, I would, I would say crazy to her, and I feel really bad now because I'm trying to think of things why he is so crazy, not why he is <laughs> not crazy. Like I was expecting to defend him the other way, uh, but I felt like he was always logical and reasoned more, which is why I had him only at number nine. Yeah, but, uh, to me, he which, was a very rational player, which is why I didn't have him on my list. Right, and that makes sense. But I feel really stupid now. <laughs> so number nine, Piers Morgan with an asterisk. Uh, uh, Jeff is an idiot. <laughs> I don't think we need an asterisk for that. All right, Clayton, you're number nine. Thanks, you're welcome. Okay, so I have someone who is one of my top three favorite Celebrity Apprentice stars, but in her recent one, which is uh, Aubrey O'Day. Um, she's on my list is she see I, seven. I thought she was a very rational person and i thought she was a great player but i do feel she was a little eccentric <laughs> at times she was very um she was almost overly dedicated to her own self <laughs> that um she right. was the main one of the main people her season i think that uh, caused a lot of conflict. Well, I thought that most of it was unwarranted because I love Aubrey O'Day for some odd reason. But <laughs> yeah, I think she was she was a lightning rod uh, for that season. Yeah, Cody has uh, Aubrey at seven. Okay. I do not have uh, Aubrey on my list mainly because I did think she was business wise. She seemed to be very savvy. She did. She was. 
uh, lacking self-awareness and how other people saw her. <laughs> and she was, she, she could get very, uh, heated and intense and, and stuff, but I always thought she was with it, if that made sense. She's always... I, I felt like that, but then there was a turning point for her in the game. I don't, like, it was maybe a little bit longer than halfway through. She took a turn for the worst where she was no longer, I felt... She was no longer performing in the tasks as well as she thought she was. Yeah. And so her arguments were no longer valid, but they were simply reiterations of things she had already said without the backing up of her being of her being a good worker, in my opinion. Cody had uh, Aud- Aubrey's BFF, Lisa Lampanelli. Oh, I have Lisa. Cool. As number nine. Really? I disagree with that. I have Lisa Lampanelli at number six. I disagree with you. Uh, Cody was saying how she, her outside persona is like she's pretty much ruthless, and she came on being very emotional and weak and very easily swayed, and like things got to her. Whereas opposed to her persona in the real world, was you know nothing could touch her. See, I felt like she was. I felt like her. She was one of the most rational, yelling-type people that have ever been on the show. Like, her, she's, she is inherently a loud and uh, emotional and boisterous person, but if you listen to the words she was saying, everything she said was incredibly rational. Oh. At least that I can remember. That just makes me think of a certain order. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree. I do think she was a little... I think her... Her, like, being a total tyrant, psycho person to Diana was a little crazy, and I think it made her look bad, but, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, I'm a big Lisa fan, too. All right. My number eight from the Celebrity Apprentice one, it's the Kodak world Gene Simmons. I like Gene Simmons. I put Gene Simmons on here uh, because... The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and and expecting different results. And that's pretty much sums up Gene Simmons. He had one thing in his mind and he was over and over and over again. And he couldn't accept that it wasn't good. And that's ultimately why he was fired. And I just think he was just so eccentric and weird and just (laughs) so delusional in his visionary visions that uh, I, I had to put him on the list as a, one of the craziest. Yeah, he was, I mean, he's one of Trump's go-to guys as well, because I remember there was a season of The Regular Apprentice where he was involved in a task, and there was, like, him and Lil John, and there was a bunch of them that have now been on The Celebrity Apprentice, but, yeah, he is, uh, he's an eccentric fellow. Yeah, I actually just watched that. Uh, it was season three that he was on, and he he was just as weird on the brief, very brief time he was on that season. Right, and I remember, like, he said something to the effect of, I want to do something bigger and better than everyone else, and then they didn't use that, and that's why they lost. Yep. If I remember correctly. That is correct. I watched way too much reality TV to know that. <laughs> All right, no one else had Gene on their list? Nope. Nope. All right, then Jeff, number eight. My number eight was Victoria Gotti. <laughs> uh, she was just, like, for the brief time that she was on the show, 
she was just hilarious. Um, but because she was crazy, she was another one who was just like totally wow. out of touch with reality. I, I just, I mean, I think that one kind of speaks for itself in a certain. I, I just had to double check that I have her at the exact same placement. At eight. And I'm eight. At eight. Yes. Good man. All right. Yeah, I think everyone was a little scared of her, even the viewers watching. Yeah, she's definitely a very intimidating person. Then Clayton has his number eight. Cody's number eight is the same as my number six, and that is Sam from The Apprentice 1, the very first Apprentice. Oh, I have to think about it. Now, Sam was the third person fired, but he definitely made his mark. <laughs> Um, he was known for being crazy. That was pretty much his MO. Like, oh, we have the crazy guy on our team who is, <laughs> can't actually oh, do anything. Sam. Okay, sorry, I just looked up a picture. Yeah, he was, he was weird. The first task he was trying, their task was to sell lemonade, lemonade, and he was spending 45 minutes with one person trying to get them to buy a glass of lemonade for $1,000. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was. You get to the second task, and he's just sort of out of it. And at one point, he's just lying on the ground in the fetal position, uh, not really doing anything. <laughs> and then you get to the third task, and he they're like, all right, you're going to be the project manager then. <laughs> um, and he's... He's so forceful and sending people in every direction, and he like they had to go buy different things and buy it for the lowest cost. So they were buying things, and when they were at a place where they could get two or three, four items, they're like, no, you need to go and get gold right now. So they were like, okay. But instead of just letting them go, he takes like 15 minutes to explain some sort of football metaphor that how this task is like the, the football metaphor. And they're like, can we just get on with the task? And, and if I remember correctly, when Trump tried to fire him, his response was, I'm not fired. Um, I don't think it was, I'm not fired. Well, um, I think Trump said, if I remember correctly, Trump said, you're fired. And he goes, I'm not fired. I think what I remember is that when he says he's fired, he has this long blank stare and he's just staring Donald down until finally he's like, all right, go. And then he leaves. He's just like with the biggest eyes possible. And that's like, this guy's a little out there so i think for as far as uh people on the normal apprentice go he was pretty crazy i'd agree i didn't have him on my list but i agree that he was crazy maybe he wasn't top 10 crazy or maybe he was i i think i think he is top 10 maybe he won't make it to six but uh i don't know we'll see clayton you're number seven because jeff's seven was aubrey o'day yeah. Okay, my number seven. I have uh, another one of my favorites is Nene Leakes. Ah, uh, Nene Leakes. Nene was almost on my list. She was not on mine either. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. But again, apparently I love the crazies on Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> but uh, I think her fights with Star Jones were were classic. Yeah, things escalated quickly with Nene Leakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely a, a big character, and then her quitting the show. Um, it, she was oh, she's a great oh, character. Awesome. 
Yeah, she was my number 11. I had to cut one person, so I struggled between her and Blagojevich. We already said Cody's was also Aubrey, so we go to six. My number six was Sam, as I already mentioned. So, Jeff, you're six. My six was actually Star Jones. Ah. I mean, I think kind of under the in the same vein as Clayton's reasoning for Needy Leaks, I felt like Star Jones was a lot more vicious, and but her viciousness more veiled. I felt like she kind of lived behind the veneer of this up uh, classiness. Of, I'm sorry, classiness. Yes. But almost like a veneer of professionalism as well. Like she tried to pretend like she was above all of this, but she was really, really mean and catty, and it's not attractive in any sense of the word. All right, uh, Clayton, you had Lisa Lampanelli as your number six, and Cody had Lou Frigno. So moving on to number five. Number five is another person from non-celebrity. And this person was only on two episodes, but she freaked everyone out. And that is Stacy from The Apprentice 2. For, for those who don't know, Stacy um, was really good the first task of The Apprentice, and everyone was commending her. And then during the second task, she snapped. Like, she literally, like, lost her mind for a second. I don't know. It was, it was like, she was, like, freaking out, and everyone was very, very scared. And this is ultimately the reason why she got fired, was because everyone ganged up on her in the boardroom and said how freaky and crazy she got. And uh, the thing that scares, like, why she's so high on my list, even, is the fact that she was such a normal, competent person... Up until that point that it happened. Like, you saw no indication of it until it happened. And it's just sort of like, could this happen at any moment? And it's that sort of fear that makes me truly think, this is this is a crazy person. It's not like, I mean, it's not even like Lou Ferrigno, where you sort of know that he's going to be like this. This is like, she could be really sane one moment and really crazy the next. So it's sort of a... Uh, uh, a freaky situation. So that's why I have her at five. I remember her. I don't remember her being as crazy as you do, but I, I remember, like, I don't remember much about her. So it's more of a lack of memory issue. Yeah. All right. You're number five, Jeff. My number five is the queen of crazy, Miss Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. I have her at number three. Number three, and Clayton, did you have her? I did not have Cindy Lauper. Oh, he is cray cray. I mean, just the way she looks, which talks, the way she acts, but she's so likable in her craziness. You know, like a lot of the people on these lists were people that I didn't like, but I really liked Cindy Lauper, and I would love to see her on the show again. Uh, but yeah, she was just kind of out of touch with reality. She looks like she should be running a seance. <laughs> Like, she is just, yeah, she's weird. Well, it's funny that you say that because, uh, I don't know if either of you watch the television show Bones, but she plays a psychic yes. on Bones for certain episodes. Yeah, uh-huh. I've that. So, I found that, because she does, she looks very <laughs> clairvoyant. <laughs> but, maybe that's her, like, maybe she was trying to convince Trump 
that she was like a metaphysical manifestation of all of his desires. <laughs> and thus he could hire her. I don't know. I think she's a little too old for his desires. Well, she she missed that one, but she thought she would be the right age because, you know, he's a million. <laughs> Clayton, you're number five. I have uh, that other than LaToya. Ah, uh, LaToya. Did any of you have LaToya? I did. I did not. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, LaToya is one of those that it was just fun seeing every week everyone, like, talk about how horrible she is. But I think she was, I mean, she was obviously less crazy than her brother. I mean, not to get less crazy than her brother. But uh, I think inherently being a Jackson just made her crazy or make us think she's crazier than she really is. I can never tell if she was being serious and being so weird or if it was all a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Latoya is definitely sort of an enigma. I can never get a hold on her. Uh, I was just saying, I don't know why the producers chose her to be the person who gets brought back. And I know, like, it was because she quote-unquote asked to be brought back, right? She walked right into Trump's boardroom, because you can do that. But no, clearly that was, like, a producer choice to have her come back. And I don't know why they chose her when there were so many better people. Like, maybe it was because of the conflict, but there were people who were creating more conflict than her. So I just don't understand why why that was their choice. I didn't feel like she was that big of a character. Like, she was obviously a big character. I didn't think she was that, like... Like, the fans weren't huge on her, so I feel like it wasn't a smart choice, but, you know, I digress. All right, um, Cody's number five was the one and only Dennis Rodman. Definitely crazy. For his, uh, sort of just not showing up for his tasks and going out and drinking when he's the project manager and should be running a hotel, you know, things like that. Um. (laughs) Just the normal Dennis Rodman things. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you expect, though, when you when you cast Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Uh, my number four is someone that I'm sure probably both of you have, but higher on your list, and that is Meatloaf from Celebrity Apprentice 4. He's my number two. Clayton? I have him on number three. Number three. All right, so we're all in the same general category. Cody has him as number two as well. But uh, to me, Meatloaf, he could he could all of a sudden just get into a thousand percent angry from zero to a thousand, like, in a second. <laughs> that whole thing of just completely erupting on Gary Busey during the Pate thing was one of the greatest scenes in The Apprentice history. Absolutely. And then John Rich just kind of hands him his art supplies and he's like, Oh, thank you. And walks away. <laughs> it goes right back to normal. <laughs> that was the best part of it. So, are you guys aware of his musical talents, apparently? Why does he call himself Meatloaf? That's I, I don't know if I'd call them talents. <laughs> That's just always yeah, been his stage insane. name. I don't, I don't know why he's called Meatloaf, but ever since he made Bad Out of Hell, it's been Meatloaf. He was on, like, the top 100, VH1's top 100 worst songs ever list for the song, um, I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. 
<laughs> you can tell by the title, not exactly the greatest song in the planet. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But yeah, Meatloaf, I mean, he called it passion. I call it a little bit of craziness and anger management issues. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, he's definitely... I liked him though on the show. I thought he was like a like other than his random outbursts, he was actually a pretty good business person. I agree. Yeah, but obviously, like you can't just do that. <laughs> he it to me, it's the same thing like Stacy. Like he can be perfectly fine and normal, and then all of a sudden, what just happened? <laughs> right. And I mean, especially in a season that was so ridiculously dominated by the two finalists, like. I don't know if there's any question by the time you got to the final four who the final two were going to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was uh, Marley and John Rich, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Robbery. What? You're wrong. No, Marley Matlin. You're Clayton, whatever you're about to say. Effectively incorrect. Yeah. Uh, John Rich definitely deserved to win that season. Horrible. You're wrong. Why is John horrible? No, he's not. John Rich was not horrible. It was just so far and above, I think, Marley deserved it over him. Especially that final challenge. He was... His was horrible. There was, like, his final... What do you call it? The final project, whatever, and not challenge, was horrible. Especially in comparisons to Marley. I was in shock John Rich won. Ugh. But... That's that's the same thing when uh, Arsenio Hall won, but that's a whole other thing. You're also incorrect there. Like, what does it feel like to just be wrong all the time? I'm not aware of what that feels like. Hey, hey, my theory as to why Arsenio Hall won, you should like it. What is it? Uh, That he just wouldn't – that's the same reason Aubrey O'Day wasn't in the finals because he didn't want to have to give the win to a homosexual charity. I actually don't think you're incorrect. I I think it's also because he wants to say, look how successful these people are after I have the show. And by the time the finale came about, Arsenio Hall was getting another TV deal to be a talk show host and everything. And... Clay's music career isn't skyrocketing, so he want, yeah. he likes to hire people who are on the up and up, so to speak. I, I actually, Clayton, I'm, I actually really think that might be. I don't, I don't think that's why Aubrey was eliminated. I, don't, I think she deserved to be eliminated, but I, I'm not. I don't think that was the only reason, but I don't think it's an incorrect reason. Uh-huh. Because I was thinking about it's the same thing that like the reason that Pat and Gillette didn't win that season and won't win the next season is because Donald Trump will never endorse a person who is an atheist, anarchist, politically, I mean, a smart guy, but politically he's a little, he's a little crazy. Yeah. He's a little too, uh, too left for him. Uh, yeah, you could say, even, even for me, so. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, getting back on the topic. Uh, Jeff's number four was Lou Ferrigno. So, Clayton, what is your number four? My number four is a celebrity apprentice, celebrity, uh, well, a regular apprentice, celebrity apprentice, and now celebrity apprentice all-star, which is Omarosa. She was my number three. She was my number two. Um, everything about Omarosa is psycho. 
that face. I don't know what happened. God was humorous in the morning. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this surreal life, like the knife. Oh, she was the worst on the surreal life. Uh, on the surreal life with a knife. Well, the surreal life, her whole goal was just to make everyone hate her. Like, that was her only objective on that show. Yeah. Okay. So since there's no so challenges, you can't that. win. She just wanted to personify herself even worse. Wow. Okay. But anyways, back to her apprentice things. Well, why did you? Why did you put her so high, Jeff? Oh, I just remember her blanking around with Piers Morgan, like, and just yelling at him all the time for really stupid stuff. And I even remember on on season one where she was incredibly catty and like got into fights over nothing like one time she got in a fight over about lunch or something like that like just really stupid stuff and i mean she just i don't think she understood that she needed the people on her team to like her i don't think that's like i don't think in her version of what the apprentice looks like that that matters but that's obviously a flawed way of thinking because if everyone hates you then you're going to get fired real soon. There's, uh, I'll state a couple reasons. Uh, season one, uh, <laughs> Cody meant, brought this one up when I talked with him, but he, uh, you had someone who, she got in arguments all the time with this girl called, named Erica, and, uh, and she was saying something demeaning about Erica, and she was like, well, that's the pot calling the kettle black. And then Alvarosa goes, what was that about black people? And, like, turned it into the race thing. And she's like, I didn't say anything about black people. And she, like, she doesn't allow the other person to talk. She completely steamrolls them. You also have the other... forgot about that. That's Yeah, that was one of the greatest... Because at the time, like, reality TV hadn't really mentioned much about race, like, or any of that. And so it was really, yeah, it was really uncomfortable to watch that because I watched the first season when it was airing. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, man, that was bad. And then you also had during when they were, you know, where Trump comes up with his executives and then he meets the teams and tells them what their task is. Um, at one point they were in a construction place and a little tiny piece of plaster falls on Amorosa's head. And now apparently she's having constant headaches. She can't do any work in the task. She has to take time out of the task to go to the hospital, where they just immediately sent her back. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> and everything she did was just delusional and crazy, and and intentionally trying to get people mad at her. So I think I have her at number two. She's one of the ultimate crazy people. And the only reason she's famous is because of The Apprentice. Correct. Yet another reason why I dislike Donald Trump. <laughs> and I, I'll go to say she's probably, I would say, almost the number one female villain of all of reality television. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, if it wasn't for being in a celebrity apprentice where everyone or majority of people get put on celebrity apprentice because they're crazy, she would be the number one crazy of all reality TV. Um, yeah, probably. Like, she's up there. I'd have to really think about it for a long time, but. 
All right. Um, we all only have our number one left, and I'm sort of assuming they're the same person. I could be wrong. Uh, and that is also Claudia Jones. What? Claudia Jones. <laughs> Who? All the way. Um, and Cody had this person at number four, but uh, my number one, because uh, our two and threes were Meatloaf, Cindy Lauper, Amorosa, Lou Ferrigno, all around there. Um, that we already mentioned. Cody's number four, and my number one, Gary Busey. Yep, Gary Busey. What was Cody's number one? All right, well, Cody's number one was Joan Rivers. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. His, uh, his reasoning was that she, like, threatened to quit several times in all of her horrible comments to Annie Duke, and she he can't believe that Joan won and Annie lost. He's still bitter about that? No. Um, <laughs> I think Cody's playing the game a bit too hard. I think Cody knew that we were all going to pick Gary Busey as number one, so he'd be up there. So he was going to throw all of his eggs into the basket of someone he didn't think that we'd all support. <laughs> well, I considering she wasn't on our list at all. Right. I mean, because she's not crazy. I mean, that's almost as bad as putting Piers Morgan on your list. Uh, you know, if it wouldn't have been Piers Morgan, it would have been NeNe Leagues, so... All right, so uh, do any of you want to uh, start talking about Gary Busey and why he is number one? Doesn't he speak for himself? Well, maybe for those people who haven't even seen him on Celebrity Apprentice. No, Gary Busey. God, Gary Busey is Gary Busey. I don't What is it? Uh, partially deaf? Is that what it is? I have no idea what it is. He had a really bad head injury at one point. Yeah, he had a motorcycle uh, accident, and he has never been the same since. Yeah. So then you just, you just feel bad talking about him. But, no, I mean... No. All right, well, here's some things for me. Number one, acronyms. Gary Busey <laughs> says every, every word is an acronym, uh, and he would be more than happy to share them with you. I don't know how he did it. I could not. I could not do that. I totally forgot about the acronym. I, I forgot. About the, I just knew he was crazy, and I knew it. But I just. I didn't think about the little. Hey, the acronyms. Crazy. This is the thing I'm looking forward to most for this new season. Number two, uh, we have his hair. Okay, <laughs> you know a person's crazy if they purposely have their hair like that. <laughs> he hair. could comb it down. <laughs> Number. Number three, his all of a sudden yelling and escalating. He he could do it sort of like Meatloaf. He sort of built up more, but he got loud. <laughs> Number th- four, the kite. Do you guys remember the kite? Yeah, I don't remember the kite. I remember. I I know. What I think I think it was a task for Omaha Steaks, and they were promoting it, maybe making a commercial or something. And he had this whole kite vision, and everyone else on his team thought he was absolutely crazy. But he couldn't, love it? he couldn't let it go. And even on the finale when they were doing the reunion, that's all he talked about. And Donald Trump had to get him to stop telling the kite, talking about the kite, because they had to move on. They should have just let him build a kite. Poor guy. There's a whole scene. Like, there's a father and a son, and there's a kite. <laughs> but... How the kite represents the stakes, I never got. 
I'm fairly certain. Could we just say Gary Busey is going is the number one? Oh, definitely. I mean, he's on all three of ours. Number four on Cody's. In our final list, Gary Busey is number one. I don't even think there's anyone who can compare. Agreed. Besides Claudia. <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't believe she's an all star. She's not. She's a person that Trump could bring back. I remember. I remember when we made our reality TV mashup. It was before the cast was revealed, and I I mentioned Claudia Jordan, and then you just laughed it off and said that there was no chance she would be on an All Stars. I remember that. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> I still don't believe it's actually her. <laughs> I think Trump is playing with us all. <laughs> all right, so. Um... All right, oh. so we have Meatloaf, Amorosa, Lou Ferrigno, who are also all on all four lists besides Gary Busey. So I think those are your top four. Those are your top four. I would make the case Amorosa over Meatloaf. What are your guys' thoughts? I think Meatloaf over Amorosa. Well, I think it's hard because they're diff- they're crazy for different reasons. I would say that Meatloaf was more sensible in the tasks. Agreed. Than Amorosa, who was she? I I don't know how she made it far both seasons. Like she doesn't have that good of business savvy. Uh, yeah, but I feel like the painting scene makes up for all of that with Meatloaf. Like he, was... Amorosa has so many great scenes. That's true. I'm okay with the Amorosa as number two. I just I would do Amorosa two also. Amorosa two, Meatloaf, but Meatloaf higher than Lou, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Meatloaf 3, Lou Ferrigno 4. We want to just say two or three people that we really think should be in contention. I can go first. Uh, Sam, I'm going to advocate for Sam. Original Apprentice, he was was the first crazy person on The Apprentice ever. Uh, Cindy Lauper, I think she needs to be on this list for sure. And then I'm going to go Gene Simmons as my other one. Alright, Jeff, um, what are your two or three? I'm gonna go with Cindy Lauper, All right. Aubrey O'Day, and Rod Blagojevich. Clayton? Um, I'll go with Aubrey. Um, I'll go with Victoria Gotti. I mean me both me and Jeff both had her uh at eight, so I think she's a bottom tier that uh uh we could use and uh Lisa Lampanelli. Alright, um, from Cody's list, people we haven't mentioned, the only one I could see standing out, Dennis Rodman, maybe. Maybe. That's a good pick. Alright, so we have Dennis, Cindy, and uh, Aubrey, two two of us promoted, so I think they're both on the list. Cindy Lauper, Aubrey O'Day. Alright, so that means we need four more. And our choices are Sam, Gene, uh, Rob, uh, Victoria, and Rodman. So that's actually five. We just need to cut one person. Oh wait, Lisa Lampanelli. We need to cut two people. I would suggest. I would. I would advocate that we cut Lisa simply because I think she was a lot more rational than any of the other people. So she was loud, but she wasn't necessarily crazy. Like, well, the things she was saying wasn't weren't as crazy I would support as... cutting Lisa. 
that's fine by me. All right, so that leaves us with four. Who's not making the cut? Rodman, Gotti, Simmons, Sam, or Rob Blagojevich? Uh, let's just go around. If you had to pick, who would you eliminate from this list? I hate to say it. I like in, if I'm not seasonally biased, I would probably say Sam, simply because he really wasn't as crazy as some of the other people. And I think the only reason he's probably on your list is because A, he was from a regular season, and B, he was from the first season, so he seemed more crazy. But if you were to put him up against some of the people – like today, he would seem a lot more normal. Yeah, I was gonna say Sam too. Sam's the person I I really am pushing hard for. Even if he's number ten, I think I think he deserves a spot. Well, I just don't know list. Sam because I didn't watch regular Celebrity, so I'll leave that up to you too. Who would you cut, David? Maybe Blagojevich. Blago- no. I mean, he he was good. But, I mean, he was sort of a little more calm, and he was just more incompetent. definitely attempting to restore his image. Like, that, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I think he is over... Like, if we're talking... Seeing as there's no modifier on the word crazy, if we're just talking who is the craziest person in their normal life, I think he's much crazier than Sam on either The Apprentice or his normal life. But that's just me. How much do you know of Sam's normal life? <laughs> well, I'd rather not get into it because uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm under a gag order due to the impending lawsuit. But either that or maybe Rodman. I mean, he was. I mean, he was flaky, but he wasn't exactly like crazy. Like he was just I sort have of a problem having a list that says the word crazy and then not having Dennis Rodman on it. Like any list that says the word crazy, Dennis Rodman deserves to be on it. I mean, we're we're doing crazy people of The Apprentice and their time on The Apprentice. So I I'm taking out you know their previous real life things. This is on The Apprentice. Who was crazy? Huh. And what are the other choices? Gene Simmons, Victoria Gotti, Dennis Rodman, Sam, and Rob Blagojevich. I guess I'd also be okay with Victoria, simply for the fact that she was short lived. Yeah, I'd be okay with Victoria. Hers was more of an out-of-touch-with-reality type of crazy rather than, like, a crazy type of crazy. And she was just more of, like, she could kill me at any point sort of a thing. Right. <laughs> it, like was, she, yeah. it was more fear-based. So, I think I don't think you and I are going to get anywhere debating about Sam versus Rod. Because I don't think you're going to give up, and I don't think I'm going to give up. Okay. So I think it'd be a lot more productive if we just said Victoria and moved on, if it's okay with Clayton. That's fine. All right. Do we want to put Sam at 10 then? Yeah. Okay. Aubrey O'Day or Cindy Lauper, who's crazier? For me, I would pick Cindy, but. I would as well. I would. All right. Cindy Lauper at 5. Aubrey O'Day at 6. That means we have three slots left Gene, uh, Blagojevich, or Rodman. Who's the craziest? Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough. Because they're all crazy for different reasons. Uh, I think we should put Rodman at nine as, as the least among them. I, I do think on the show he was just sort of mellow and almost could care less about it as opposed right. to being, like, super, you know. I think I'd be okay with that. So, who is crazier? 
Rob Blagojevich or Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons. On the show of The Apprentice, probably Gene Simmons. All right. So, here we go. Our top ten crazy people of on The Apprentice. Number ten, Sam from The Apprentice 1. Number nine, Dennis Rodman from Celebrity Apprentice 2. Number eight, Rob Blagojevich from Celebrity Apprentice 3. Number seven, Gene Simmons from Celebrity Apprentice 1. Number six, Aubrey O'Day from The Celebrity Apprentice 5. Number five, Cindy Lauper from The Celebrity Apprentice 3. Number four, Lou Ferrigno from The Celebrity Apprentice 5. Number three, Meatloaf from The Celebrity Apprentice 4. Number two, Amarosa from The Apprentice, The Celebrity Apprentice 1. And number one, Gary Busey from The Celebrity Apprentice 4. Pretty good list, I would say. I agree. I think we've done good. Good job, everyone. And let's see. I think we, you know, a lot of Cody's are also on here, so we took him into consideration as well. He had Rodman. All of us forgot about him. Unfortunately, Jones Rivers did not make the cut, though. And neither did Piers Morgan. He was so close. He was. I was, I could tell you guys had him right at 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't Victoria Gotti at all. <laughs> right. But uh, thank you guys so much for being on here and sharing your thoughts. We have another top 10 list. And next time we are going to be doing the top 10 Survivor Tribes. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.